Hey there, everybody. Welcome back in to the Cuomo Show. We have an exciting show for you. Again, obviously, we are exciting every single time we go to do this thing. Adam is back with us. We're, go- we're doing a little bit of a, a yin to the yang of the Jets lament episode. We are talking about the beautiful moments that have happened to the Jets because even though there have been some very lows, very low lows, there have been some very high highs, and we are super excited about them. We start with Adam is a little bit of a weekend warrior, and he's feeling a little sore from playing softball, but we end with one of our favorite drafts. It was a an incredible suggestion from a listener. We are drafting iconic foods and their cities. Super excited, really fun board, really delicious foods, but without further ado, Adam. I happen to know some information about you. Me? Yes, you. You played softball tonight. I did. How'd that go? It went uh, It went well. What position did you play? I played third base for most of the game, mm-hmm. and then c- center left field. There's four outfielders. Yeah, right. It is kind of weird that softball is just like, ah, it's too big. <laughs> it's too much space out there. Let's we put just... more players. In. Well, nobody can run, the people that play softball, at least on my team. Nobody can run? Nobody can run. Nobody that's that's why they moved me out to the outfield because none of our out the outfielders can run at all. Wow, but you can run. I, I can run some. You run like what? Like a like a four five forty. Yeah, dash? So I don't I don't I don't, know, I don't even that. know what that means. But that's incredible. That's not. It's really fast, good. But that's like uh, it's probably like Antonio Brown level of speed. Yeah, well, I, th- I, I did. Right. I raced him once and we tied. So Antonio Brown. Yeah, put it in the books. Put it in the books. Yeah, liars. It was, Li- it was behind the school, so nobody saw it. Oh, okay, got it. I don't know why it was at a school. Congratulations to you. That's that's actually very impressive. Yeah. So you played third base. That's also another thing that they do in softball. Out, they just they'll just bump you around to another spot. Yep. Like, why did they move? Did you suck? Uh, I did okay at third. I caught one ball. Nice. Couple went by. This missed the throw. You. Well, well, the missed throw came off of a missed catch by our pitcher. He missed the catch. I grabbed it, tried to throw it the second, overthrew it. Now, is this like a, a high arc league, or is it like can you throw it, as fast as you can? It's high arc. Okay, got it. Yeah. So it's like impossible to get people out. Well, we did strike some guys out. Did you really? Yeah, I think there was at least one strikeout on the other team. Like a fan strikeout, or was it a called strikeout? Um, because I, I like, can't remember if he let it go or if he swung. That's pretty embarrassing. But I remember he stayed in the box, and, and the pitcher was like, that's three, bud. <laughs> then he had to walk away. What team were you and playing? And it was a guy, so. <sighs> Don't want that. No. Want that. What team were you playing? They, so you're, you're on the, this the is, Postal Service team. Yeah, well, it's a bar league, and we are all made up of mostly postal workers. Got it. But it, I think they were Orion's Bar. Okay. In, in the Heights. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Not. Okay. Uh-huh. So We're, the o- Orion's team. Yeah. The, o- the Orion's. Orion's. Yeah. Hey, Orion's. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why I said that like a Canadian. <laughs> our, our team represents rounding third, which I'm pretty sure you know. Got it. That's a perfect name for a softball yeah. team. Yeah, rounding third. That's perfect. I How many times almost you rounded round? third. You, did you well, I rounded a couple times, but not on the not off the bat. Not off the bat? Like you didn't hit a home run? Like I, hit a, I hit a triple. Oh, nice. I started off the game. I was the leadoff hitter. Knocked a triple. Where'd you hit it? I think somewhere towards center. I always hit it straight. How many times did you get out? None. Awesome. Never got out. Because I have a game tomorrow, and I'd just like to have better stats than you, if it's yeah. possible. 
But it's you want to hear my stats? It's, yeah, give me your stats. Okay, Go ahead, list them off. So, the first one was a triple. Okay. Second one, I hit it straight at the pitcher. I made it to first in time, single. Nice. Then I hit a double, which probably would have been a triple, but the girl in front of me wasn't running fast enough, which is fine. <laughs> very soft bally. That's that's, 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 that's a very how it works. Soft thing to happen, yes. And then the third at bat, I had two strikes on me, so I just had to swing at it, and I popped it just over the shortstop's head and got another single. Nice. Okay. Run scored. I scored three times. One was while I was pinch running for one of our that older people count. that can't run. I'm, I'm going to say that can't. That doesn't count. <laughs> one of I your older people technically scored. And they did it in, in, in the first inning. So Which, I hit that triple. I ran around. I haven't ran since probably last year, sometime last year. I've had knee problems since like January, and it, I think it's better now. Weekend Warrior stuff going on. Yeah, Yo, so running for the first time around the bait, I was exhausted after that first run. Did you I, feel I, like you were fast? Like at first? You I like, mean, I did, oh my gosh, I'm but I, I felt out of control. My sneakers suck. They do not have any traction. So I'm Problem number like, one. Get, trying, get yeah. cleats. <laughs> I get should. Dirt. Get some cleats. Like I'm trying to round these bases and I'm like, don't slip, don't slip. Okay, get it. That's pretty much like the, yeah. the worst thing that can happen when you're trying to round the bases is you slip. Or like mm-hmm. you're like going from first to second and you fall over. Because yeah. then it's absolute mayhem. You're like, do I run back? Do I keep going? Where's the ball? Someone, <laughs> yeah. third base coach, you yeah. have no idea what's going on. Please tell me what's happening. Exactly. What's your What's your best softball moment since you mm. played started playing softball? Was there a moment that like sticks out? Was like this was just like straight up euphoria. I mean, I did. I think I hit a in the park home run last season, Ooh. which felt that always feels good. It does feel good. Yeah. You're like, you know what? I'm rounding third. Yeah, I my, did. I rounded third that day. Rounded third for rounded third. Yep. Man, there have been a lot of great moments, and I love that life is kind of built up of those great moments. Sports are defined by those great moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Jets haven't had a lot of great moments. No, they haven't. But they have had some. And today, I think... How many? Uh, How many? Couple two tree. Couple two tree. Couple two tree. Um, today, <laughs> we're going to go over them. We went over the bad moments that the Jets have had. Yeah, and they were um, pretty anguish filled. So I, yeah, and there I, were quite a few, weren't there? There was a lot. Um, was it, did was did we have ten? We had probably ten. Um, yeah. Once I edited it down, but there <laughs> was there was quite a few um, that happened. And yeah. today, I think it's only fitting that we go over the best Jets moments. Yes. And I think you have like another kind of grading scale, not the same one, but one yeah. that's a little bit similar. Slightly so you can describe that to us. Slightly different. So I went with sort of like. You know, what kind of day was it? And number one is a routine day, normal day. Right. Got everything done. Yeah. Pretty solid. Got it. So it doesn't, that, that's like a. Yeah. Eh, so it yeah. Happened. No, Whatever. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, second one is solid day. Nothing bad to report. Okay. Very straightforward, but a little bit better little than routine. Better. Solid day. Solid. I like, I like not, solid. Not routine. Day. Solid. I like uh, Robert. <laughs> solid day. Ooh. He's our coach, man. Oh, I love him. He's our coach. Freaking solid. It's a Jets pod now. No, it's not. We say that all the time. It's not a Jets pod. <laughs> okay. Number three is good day with good weather. Ooh. And, and this is, a lot of it reflects on my job. I'm outside all day walking around. Okay, that makes sense. So. Good day with good weather. I yeah. love those days. Number four is good day with some fun moments. Mm-hmm. Okay. A couple, couple two tree fun moments. Number five is great day with good weather. So it's a really good day. Everything went great really day. quite well. Man, this is, I feel like this grading scale is... 
already pretty high for a five like this yeah one? it gets it gets higher okay the last one's my favorite let's hear it because i threw in a random reference to somebody um okay. we're at six i think great day with some excitement Ooh. some exciting things happen okay like maybe hopefully we live uh, you know hopefully there's there's five of these so hopefully we just live in this top half of this top yeah half. it'd be great right, i have a feeling seven. we're gonna live towards the bottom oh, but God. maybe not uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see number seven. Oh, that yeah number seven I'm great saying, day yeah. with lots of excitement okay so maybe maybe you saw, saw a police chase happen Ooh. that'd be pretty fun Ooh, that would be fun i've never seen that's a, a good day have you ever seen a police chase happen um no ever been in a police chase no no i've seen one ever, in a movie do you ever <laughs> when the when the police pull you over and you're like parked there and it's like whatever and they're like you know doing their stuff do you ever have that thought where like i could do it i could drive away right now no. And I would be, that never comes into your mind? No, I'm like nervous as all heck. Is <laughs> he going to think too. I'm drunk? I'm not because I don't drink very much ever. Right, right. And I'm always worried he's going to think I am. For some reason, it's always in my head when I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I could do it. I could freaking <laughs> drive away right now. <laughs> I, I always think. my life, but it, I could do it. I always think when I'm driving, like, I'll, I'll like pass a cop and be looking back. And I was like, man, if he, if he, if his lights came on, I feel like I could make this turn. Yeah. And make me make another turn and turn my car off quick. Right, yeah, And yeah. he wouldn't even or, know. Or you just get him in a paradox. Like, you just get him in, like, a, a roundabout. And we're just, we're just, <laughs> just going around going. here. Like, how long, how much gas do you have? Because <laughs> I just filled up. And mm. I will go about around this roundabout yeah. for as many hours as I have to until you bail out and you go somewhere yeah. else. Are you familiar with the roundabouts on Maple? I am. Those really right. small ones? Yeah. Uh, not I, close. I drive in those all day because that's where my route is. They would not work. They would not work. <laughs> Just <laughs> you can barely get around them. it. Yeah, you just have to go over them. First time I uh, came across those maple roundabouts, um, they were not much. I don't know if they if they've grown at all or become anything more. Same size. They're pretty much like minor speed bumps. Mm-hmm. So usually I just go kind yeah. of like straight over top of them. And it seems like almost nobody knows how to use them. We got people turning like to the left side of it to turn left. That doesn't no. Nope. We've got people that get into it and they're like waiting for people to go, but it's like you're already in it. You got to right, go. Right. If you're in, you go. If you're in, you go. Gosh. That's the rule. Don't get me started on roundabouts. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Number eight, please. I'm lost. Number eight. Awesome day with great weather. Like Ooh. it's a real nice sunny day. Maybe a light breeze. I'm thinking like 75. Mm. Light breeze. I need some of those. Maybe days. some clouds. And number nine. Number nine. Awesome day, great weather, lots of excitement. You got a lot going on. Oh my gosh. You get done real clean and easy. Number Number 10. 10. I'm excited about this one. Now you helped with this one. Use the word euphoric. Mm. Euphoric day. (laughs) Okay, here's the best part. This is a Clay Thompson 37.3 quarter type of day. Which I don't think anybody, anything you could tell me would would reach that. But 37 points in a quarter. He was, that was nuts. I think I scored 37 points in like, three or four games in high school. Like it took me three or four games and he scored it in 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's get into this. Now, these are just moments. Sometimes the moments didn't work out so great. Mm -hmm. Um, But the moments themselves had um, a lot of euphoric feelings and it elicited a lot of chatter. Um, Some of these were before the golden age of Twitter and social media. So it was just you texting your friends, you reading news releases. Um, a lot of these were well before the age of information. So there was a lot of chatter and a lot of excitement. So we'll start with something that was more recent. It was draft day in 2018. 
the number one pick has pretty much been summed up for the past couple months. Mm-hmm. The Browns are picking first. Haven't been able to find a signal caller that was worth anything in years. The names on the back of that one jersey in Cleveland keep growing longer and longer as the desperate search for a savior continued. Sam Darnold, the blue chip prospect out of USC, would certainly be the pick, right? Rumblings come up in the afternoon of draft day, or as I like to call it, drafternoon. <laughs> That's good. The number one pick might not be who we think it is. The Jets sitting at number three, hoping to snag a quarterback that will bring them into the promised land for the first time in nearly 50 years, 47 years to be exact. The draft happens. Baker Mayfield goes number one. Mm-hmm. The Giants there with an aging Eli, they might need a quarterback. Instead of going quarterback, they go Saquon Barkley, the number two pick. Oh, yeah. Sam Darnold, the best quarterback in the draft, one of the highest rated quarterbacks in the history of the NFL draft, falls into the Jets' lap, and they take him at number three. Sidebar, mm-hmm. this is why the regression hurt so bad, because yeah. it was like we were lucky to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a miracle that he fell to us, and then uh, Adam Gase took a giant dump on our yeah. vehicle. But this moment, in and of itself, what is, what rating does it get on that scale? Gosh, I can imagine that feeling really good. Like you're going into the draft and you're thinking, you know, m- you know, maybe we get Baker or I don't know the who who were the other QBs in there. Uh, it was Baker. It was uh, Josh Rosen. It was Josh Allen, Lamar yeah. Jackson. Those were the five quarterbacks that went in the, the first yeah. round, and including Sam Darnold, obviously. Okay. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's pretty good, and Josh Allen turned out pretty good, but they weren't as high prospects. No. Yeah. By by most, Sam Darnold is the number one quarterback in the draft. Gosh. So leading up to that day, Sam Darnold, everybody was saying he's going number one. Foregone conclusion. No doubt. After his pro day, everyone was like, yeah, he's he's going to the Browns. Wow. we got to figure out someone else. That context is everything because that's, that's pretty close to a 10, to it, be honest. It was it was incredible. I mean, I would I would say it was euphoric. I yeah. thought they were going to draft one of the Joshes still because I mm-hmm. didn't know much about the draft when that was happening. I didn't know much. I knew that like the top five or six guys. But. Yeah. I, th- I think I will go 10 with that. Wow. Right. Like just, that. just think like, I don't know. Like imagine if this year, who was, who was the number Trevor one pick? Lawrence. Imagine if Trevor Lawrence didn't go number one. Right. Be very similar to this yeah. moment. Very, very similar. Um, Trevor Lawrence is probably the better prospect than Sam. Yeah. Even, even in the draft. I mean, most people would agree, but I think 10 might be high. I don't know if we can get any better than that yeah. because there's there's some here, but maybe you just maybe you just throw in an 11. Maybe if it gets If we have to, better. we'll throw in an 11. Um, all right. So this next one. Uh the Jets are coming off a long relationship with a quarterback who is about league average. Um wasn't great, but it wasn't awful either. I uh, couldn't get the ball deep. That was like his main thing. Chad Pennington just Okay. Has has a very accurate arm inside like 20 yards. But if he's going to go over 20 yards with a bomb, he either can't get it there or he's not very accurate when he when he does try to throw it. The Jets trade for Brett Favre. They trade a fourth round pick for a gunslinger who is literally known for throwing the ball deep. He's got a cannon. <laughs> um, he ended up retiring after starting all 16 games. That's much beside the point because he threw, you know, not because, but he threw 22 touchdowns and 22 Interceptions. Um, forget about that interception part. <laughs> Fun fact: um, that twenty-two is the tenth most in a single season in New York Jets, his- Jets history. Whoa! The ninth place has one of the best names. I have never heard of this guy before, but he was a Jets quarterback for a while. 
Um, he threw 25 interceptions in the 60s. His name was Dick Wood. <laughs> Dick Wood threw 25 picks. So, <laughs> all right. with all that information that's out there in front of you, this is essentially the Jets training for Brett Favre in 2008. He's a Super Bowl winner. I, yeah. Nobody thought it was going to happen, and then it happened. He ends up retiring. That's beside the point. Um, what rating do we give this one? Mm. I know. This so this is just the trade. Through. This is just the trade to bring him in. Just the trade. Okay. Yes, just the trade. And he's like, just an iconic quarterback. Yeah. Won multiple MVPs. And he was he was just at Green Bay. Green Bay. Didn't he play for someone else then? He did after he he, he retired, retired and came back. And came back. That jerk. Yes. Yeah. He just didn't want to play for the Jets. He, probably he got very very famous for doing that. Well, the Jets kind of were like, eh, we don't we don't want. The very next mm. year they drafted Mark Sanchez. That's a, lot, which, that's a lot of interceptions, buddy. That's a lot of them. Don't tie your interceptions with yeah. your touchdowns. But I'm going to put that with, I think I'm going to put it at eight. Eight. Okay. Awesome day. Great weather. Okay. Awesome it, it, day. It felt incredible. Yeah. It felt incredible when it happened. It was like, what? That's that's unbelievable. I can't believe that happened. Like The Jets <laughs> just got like a legendary good yeah. quarterback. Okay. Next one. You play to win the game. One of the most memorable rants in sports history was made by Jets coach Herm Edwards in 2002. At the time of the speech, the Jets had just gotten smashed by the Browns and fell to two and five. And he says, hello, you play to win the game in one of the most iconic speeches in sports history. It's used all the time for many different things. Um, the Jets go into the next game against the 6-1 Chargers and beat them by 31 points and go on to finish the season 7-2 and and make the playoffs. An iconic speech, probably the, the most iconic speech that vaulted them into the top of the division and into the playoffs. What do you grade this one? Wow. that's I did not know that that was the Jets. I'm familiar with the speech. I just didn't. I had no idea. It's it's like that's up there with cool. playoffs. And playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what about this one? I feel like that's not quite as exciting as Brett Favre, but it's well, it they got to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, but it like they got to the playoffs, but that moment it was that uh, moment. It's that moment specifically. Mm. It made it cooler that they got to the playoffs and then won their next game, but that moment specifically, what does that moment get? Yeah. You well, you you play to have an awesome day with great weather. I'm going to give it an 8 as well. Okay, got it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. The Jets are down really bad to the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. Really bad. We're getting waxed. Mm. One of our best quarterbacks ever is at the helm by the name of Vinny Testaverde. Super Italian. Yep. Really attractive. You know, he's, he's the man. Great he's last probably, name. Vi- great last name. And Vinny is just a great quarterback name anyways. <laughs> um, so we go into the fourth quarter down 30-7. to seven. Vinny brings us mm-hmm. all the way back, and we tie it up 30-30 in the fourth in the fourth only to have the freaking dolphins score a 50 yard touchdown with just a few minutes left jets storm down the field and who becomes the hero to send the game into overtime that's right jumbo elliott who <laughs> offensive lineman jumbo elliott they threw a touchdown pass on like the two yard line to the, the huge i'll have to show you the, the clip sometime this hugely fat man and his name's Jumbo? His name is That's Jumbo. That's his actual name. His name is Jumbo. Jumbo Elliott. Jets go on to win in overtime by a field goal, 40 to 37. Oh, man. Known by 
all Jets fans and many fans that are not of the Jets as the Monday Night Miracle. So the Monday Night Miracle gets a what? I'm going to put that in a nine. That's an awesome day, great weather, and lots of excitement. That is lots That's of excitement. excitement right there. And I, I would wager that. I mean, it's Monday Night Football. It happens kind of late. Mm-hmm. It's late in the day when, you know, you're like fourth quarter. It's like 11, 15. And you're mm-hmm. like, do I really want to see my, my team get waxed? <laughs> and they just go on an absolute rampage. Yeah. And end up tying it. It's just incredible i wasn't i wasn't uh a, a jets i was a, just a small boy at that point yeah very young very young guy okay test Verde. here's some history for you for this last one this is our very last one okay and i like our average has been right around an eight we've had mm-hmm. two sevens a ten and an eight it was two so, eights or two eights a nine and a ten i i i literally couldn't have been more wrong <laughs> like you got all of those wrong, wrong. <laughs> But anyways, let's switch to some history. Before the NFL was the only league, there was another smaller and often known as weaker league called the AFL, American Football League. The Super Bowl originally was the championship game between the best teams of the two weeks. Two leagues, excuse me. Super Bowl three, January 12, 1969. The Baltimore Colts and Johnny Unitas are favored to win the game by 18 points, which is the second largest spread in Super Bowl history. Mm. Only a half a point separates the first and second largest spread. Enter Joe Willie Namath, Mm. the swaggiest quarterback ever to live. He goes into this press conference with a big old fur coat and sunglasses and his long hair. And like a gangster, not just not simply tells the world that he thinks they'll win, but he guarantees a win. Oh, boy. He said, we're going to win. That's confidence. I guarantee it. So the Jets with guys with names like Altoon go on to beat the Colts 16-7 to for the greatest upset wow. in sports history. The very next year, spurned on by the Jets' huge win, becomes a defining moment for American football. Here's how defining. The AFL and the NFL merged to give us the structure of the NFL that we know today with the American Football Conference and the National Football Conference mm. making up the two conferences of the NFL, which give us the top team from each division gives us our Super Bowl matchup. So with all that history in you, <laughs> what does this get? That's well, they won Super Bowl three. Super Bowl three, yes. And the and you're saying it's the biggest upset in history? I in, would in, say it is the biggest in upset in sports history. Sports history. There's there's been there've been some serious college basketball upsets, I will say that. Mm-hmm. I don't think Virginia losing to a 16 seed is all that great. I mean, it was bound to happen sometime. Yeah. Well, his teams um, are getting better. Teams are getting better, and, you know, sometimes you don't have all the information that you'd want. But yeah. what do you give this one? That feels like a 10. It like, if, like 10. if you're if you're winning the Super Bowl, that's that's the peak. Right. It's as good as it can be. Yeah. As good as it can be. It's I euphoric. Actually, if, if you look yeah. euphoric. It's Clay Thompson, 37 points in one quarter. Right. Or Or – 23 points in one quarter like the Jets did on the Monday Night Miracle. Mm-hmm. So now we have two tens. So I'm going to make you choose between oh, no. Sam Darnold falling to the Jets <clears throat> and Joe Namath guaranteeing a Super Bowl win and beating the Baltimore Colts by 11 points. Is it 11? 16 to 7. 16 to 7. So 9. So math says 9. That's what math says. Math. But what do you say? You know, I'm going to relinquish my my uh, right to be right to math. 
Yeah. Go ahead, Matthew. Take the. Take the <laughs> one. All right. So which one? Uh, I'll bump up the the Super Bowl win to an eleven, all the way to eleven. What? what describe an eleven for me. What is what's an eleven like? What does an eleven feel like? Okay, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me describe it in terms of Adam is playing softball. Okay. And he has an eleven moment. What does oh, that eleven moment look like in softball? Just set it up. Probably an incredible diving catch to win the game. To win the game. So like, like two outs. Two so outs. Six five. Maybe bases are juiced. So five. all they have to do is hit a single and they win. Or something like that. And you're sp- so what where or a tie, are maybe. Where are, you, are you in center or are you at third? Uh let's say third. Line drive down the down the third base line and I just reach over and grab it. Mm. And it doesn't go through my glove, which it did once last last season. You bought a new glove though, didn't you? I did buy a new glove. It's key. Yep. That's key. Getting new th- getting a new glove is, is awesome. You feel yeah. like a new man. Yeah. It's still yeah. not quite broken in the whole way, but it's getting there. Man, iconic moments, man. I hope we get some iconic moments from the Jets yeah. this year. Those Remember? were a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, yeah. There was there's been some highs. There's just there's just so many more lows. From what everybody says about the Jets and how bad they are, they're like, do they even have fans? Boy, could we have a podcast topic on how the media <laughs> talks about the Jets? It's because yeah. they talk about the Jets and they like if you want to see someone who's trying to get a little bit of popularity. They'll probably go after the Jets or the Jets fans. <laughs> Jets are an York. easy target. They're an easy target. They kind of stink. I never it's thought about York. that. The New York. The New York. Yeah. There's so many people that are Jets fans and Giants fans. You see them go after the Knicks. You see them go after all the, the, the mm-hmm. things that are New York. Um, yeah. And that's what that's what happens. Like if you want to get some popularity, yeah. like Mark Schlereth did, he just went after Jets fans. And they were <laughs> retweeting it and replying and, you know, whatever, oh. fighting with him. And he's like, I'm laughing all the way to the interaction bank <laughs> i don't think that's a thing now let's move to the draft portion of our podcast super Every, excited about this one everybody's favorite segment everybody's favorite segment we do sports and we do other things and we do sports hard and we do other things even harder we go so hard every single time man and this is actually a suggestion from a listener that we mm. do this draft i think it was a brilliant idea a really really fun one to to develop the board here um, Adam and I actually had this. We tried something a little different here. We actually have um, the same board. We just alphabetize them mm-hmm. and then we organize them ourselves. So um, I think this way people don't choose things like salt that aren't spices or oregano. Salt is a or spice. oregano. That's wor- that was worse. That was much because he spent like the rounds before it talking about how you could you didn't pick a spice right and and then he goes and, and does and you that. know what and you know what unbelievable salt. salt it, it's like a ingrained form. Oregano is ground down from a leaf. It's like grows as a leaf and then it's ground down. Yeah. It is very obvious that oregano <laughs> yes. is not a spice. <laughs> I, I would say but salt oregano is, is way more egregious, way more egregious I, than salt. I agree. And I feel like I have way more of an argument that salt is a spice. This isn't a that little draft. bit. We're doing a, we're little doing a totally bit. different draft. Well, um, well, if I can, you also said watermelon for a food vessel that you eat. You can eat. You can eat that. You can eat watermelon. You, you can can't eat eat, you can't eat the rind. You can definitely. I eat mean, the you rind. you can. You can eat the rind if you wanted. To. But but I think it was Mark. He says you're a sociopath if you eat the rind. And I think he's right. That's fair. Who I, do you who do you know eats the rind other than dogs? I was gonna say dogs. <laughs> I was definitely gonna say dogs. Okay, this is whatever. Not about that. I wasn't there for that. Draft, so fresh draft. <laughs> um, and every time we do this thing, I'm gonna pick. We're gonna have the producer pick a random number between one and a hundred. Because every time we do this, uh, I'm. 
I, I feel like I have like the wrong number. I'm gonna type my number into my laptop here. Um, you want me to do the same? Yeah, why don't you type it in? Okay. Just so we know. Let's see. And then we'll ask our producer to pick a num- random number between 1 and 100. Okay, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Hey, Google. Pick a random number between 1 and 100. Here's a random number, 50. <laughs> the, right in the, the middle? Lamest, that's the lamest random number ever. We're, what, we're would she flip a coin? Yeah, right. I don't know if that makes it, sense, but we, instead of doing one through ten, yeah, we did one through a hundred, and it still comes up with essentially five. <laughs> mine was, was mine was ninety. Mine was eighty four. So <laughs> your boy gets the first pick, and I'm just, just by a little bit. Super excited. Why'd you go so high? I'm interested. I, just where my fingers fell, really. Yeah. Just I don't. I, I was just. I was like, gonna go eighty six at first. Actually, mm-hmm. actually, I was in 50, 54, and then I was like, mm-hmm. maybe 86. But like, that's too high. Let's go 84. Yeah. I was looking at my numbers on here, and I was like, somewhere 90s maybe. I was like, that's way too high. She's not going to go that high with right. that. And she and didn't. She didn't. She didn't. <laughs> so I was wrong. Thank you, producer. I appreciate you. <laughs> all right. With the first pick, in the, have we set up this draft at all? Did we say what we were doing? I don't think we said what we were doing. Really oh, quick. no, we didn't. The, the, the idea is iconic foods in their cities. Yeah. Cities are really defined by their foods. And a lot of these cities are like, uh, yeah. I understand that 100%. Like you go to this city and if you want to experience fully the experience that this city has to offer, you have to get this food. And I think, I mean, uh, I, I can't remember what comedian says it, but vacation is just eating a food in a new city. And I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with that. Um, and for my number one pick, and this may be biased, I don't care. For my number one pick, I'm picking... Buffalo wings from Buffalo, New York. Buffalo wings. That's a good. That's a good start. You just. It's just versatile. We've, we've all had it. There's. You can do really spicy wings. You can do kind of like sweet heat. Mm-hmm. You can do a, a mixture of all these different things. It's it's inc- incredible, incredible food. Hmm. This board is absolutely stacked. I will tell you. It <laughs> it's, there's a lot of good stuff on here. Stacked. Oh man. The first pick, I'm glad I had the first pick because I really wanted that one. Yeah. Gosh. So with your first pick, Adam, in the iconic food in their cities draft, you select? I'm regretting not having looked over this hard enough. But I think I think I'm gonna go with Crab Cakes, Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. I love crab cakes. Do you? And there's a famous line in the movie Wedding Crashers where they they make they're like playing football, mm-hmm. just flag football or whatever. And I guess they make a big play. The one guy's like crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. That's well, Maryland. And I really? never thought it's that football. they were good at football. <laughs> I was I was thought crab that 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 line with. was weird yeah. just for that part. Crab cakes I agree with hundred yeah, percent. The football part. Football. Maybe they just love football. Maybe I don't know. Baltimore? That was back in like two thousand two. Baltimore. Though. I guess you know they really like they really do like football. Yeah. Ravens fans are kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, that's it. That's it for a different time, though. Have you ever had crab cakes in Maryland? So, I went to I went on vacation to not Maryland, but we went to Bethany Blues on vacation when we were yeah. um, in Delaware, and I had a crab cake, and it was freaking yeah. incredible. They have the best that I've ever had. Really yeah. fried, right? Not broiled. Or um, which, which way do you? I get think it? I usually get it fried. Fried is the way to go. If you're yeah. gonna get crab cakes, why why would you yeah. get it a little bit healthier? Just go all the <laughs> Just way. Just the tiniest bit Just healthier. Super unhealthy. And I'm realizing, yeah. looking at these foods, none of them are like, okay, that's not bad. They're actually, well, there's one towards the bottom <laughs> of my list. 
That's like, okay, that might be pretty good for you. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I, I try to tell myself every time, just follow your board, John. Just trust your board. You, you put, you, you put, you know, 90 seconds of work into your board. You know, well, I put a little more in there, but um, <laughs> I'm just going to go pizza from New York, New York. That's New York style pizza. <laughs> just pizza. Just pizza. <laughs> from That's New York, awesome. New York. But there's several different styles of pizza, which mm. we will come to find out. Yeah. Um, probably, I don't know if there is a food. Maybe there's one that, that de- is defined by the city more than pizza for New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you go to New York City, you want a New York style slice of pizza, yeah. like wherever you go. And if you're Michael Scott, you go to like, <laughs> I can't remember the place that he goes, but he goes to like the most basic, like Sabaros or something. Sabaros, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sabaros is like all over the place. <laughs> but yeah, New York style pizza. I got pizza and wings so far, so I'm ready for football. There you go, football season. But you also, I mean, crab cakes are <sighs> a good, probably underrated football yeah. food. I feel like what I'm going to pick is probably the one that you're referring to that is, it, it defines the city, maybe. I'm not sure if it's the one you're talking about, but I'm going to go with the cheesesteak. I knew you were going to take it. I wanted that so Philly cheesesteak. The cheesesteak. Now, have you ever had a really good cheesesteak? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When did you have it? At a Phillies game. It, I mean, I, it's been a while since I've been to a Phillies yeah. game, but I think one of the last times I went, we had one. So my sister lives in Philadelphia, and we went we went to Philly, and actually, I remember being there, and you like you go up, and she's like coaching me, like, okay, when you order... You, there's like a way that you say the, the words like I'm not doing a good job explaining this. So like when you order this, like you can get, you can get it whiz wit means cheese whiz with onions mm-hmm. or you can whiz wit out. So I'm like remembering that there's like lingo and it doesn't say it on the menu. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I don't want a Philadelphia person who are, let's be honest, are a little yeah. bit ornery sometimes. I don't want them mad at me in my first time in the city. So, <laughs> I just go up and say, whiz wit with, with the upward inflection. And they're like, you know, they look at me like, okay, this guy definitely has yeah. no idea. I was like, I just should have had my sister order for me. <laughs> so, but it was delicious. Uh-huh. We got that in, in fries and I like pop some fries, fries in there, t- in there too. And just like, yeah. close it in. but like just, just fatty. And, it's, and it's juicy. Just a great sandwich. It's a great sandwich. Man, that is, that is an excellent pick. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Number three. Number three. I'm gonna go tacos from Austin, Texas. Tacos. Okay. Tacos. A very, very. Again, a very versatile food. Probably mm-hmm. the most versatile. This is the number three one on my board. I'm really happy to get it. Yeah. But tacos, super versatile. I mean, what can you put? You could, you you could do anything. Beef. You could do. I mean, if you if you're vegan, you could throw some vegan stuff in there. Tofu is like put all those different spices in there. It actually dresses up tofu pretty nicely. You put some, you know, whatever pork. Whatever you want to put in there, you, you could do some. You could put anything. Deliciousness, in there. man. You could do whatever you want, and it's so darn good. I love tacos. I've never had tacos from Austin, Texas. Not I, me either. Let's see, crab cakes, cheesesteak, buffalo wings, and pizza. I've had, but tacos from Austin, Texas. I've never had them. Never been out that far. No, I've been to Houston when sure. I was real young. Were you I a think... taco eater in your youth? No, <laughs> no. I don't even know. What, I, I don't. I guess we were visiting our grandparents. I don't know. But I, we went to the Astrodome, and I barely remember it. I was very nice. That's a, that's a pretty iconic place to go. Yeah. Don't remember it at all, though. Well, <laughs> it's what happens when you're young. So you forget things. <laughs> it's what happens when you've gone to you places when you're real young. Remembering things. What, yeah. 
Okay. Right. My third pick. third pick. There's a lot of places to go. There's like almost yeah. no bad picks. Hmm. I, oh boy, I, I have to go gumbo because oh, I man. love gumbo. You know, I have gumbo kind of low and I think mostly it's because I, it's a little bit too healthy for me. Healthy. Like I, yeah. Well, you know, it's got the, got the veggies, got the rice. Yeah, but the root, the, the root can't possibly be healthy. I mean, it's not healthy. It's not, it's not, I, I don't mean to say that it is healthy, mm-hmm. but it, I would say it is healthier than buffalo wings yeah. and it is healthier than pizza. Oh, okay. I, I would think. Well, if you're putting those two on the board, of and course. And it's healthier than cheesesteak, and I would say it's healthier than crab cakes as well. Oh, dang it. Maybe this is the healthiest. <laughs> it's quite, it's healthier. But I it's, say. I would say it's almost as versatile, but not really as tacos. Because <laughs> it, it's basically, it's the root, BS. and then you throw anything you want in there, pretty much. But, but it has to be Any rice, meat. Right? Y- yeah. You, yeah. You, has to be rice. Usually the rice, the way my grandma makes it is the rice is separate. So you put the rice in the bottom of the bowl. And then you put the gumbo on top. Oh, okay, got it, got it. But you can literally put everything in there. And there's a lot of different ways that you can make it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people making gumbo. There's a lot of people making. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what's not on this board is, um, well, it would probably be in New Orleans anyways. It'd be uh, crayfish or, or crawfish, as they probably say. <laughs> yeah. I, I know it as crayfish. We had that debate it. earlier in an earlier episode. Did we? Yeah. Oh yeah. So Why does I think they come up so much. They usually say crawfish. Crawfish. I'm pretty sure. Down in your I think crawfish. we say crayfish up here because we're weird. Yeah, we, we are weird. <laughs> there's a lot of things, and this is, uh, uh, again, kind of a sidebar, but there's a lot of things that, like, I'll say, and as, as I get older and I get and I meet more people from different places, I'll say it and then be like, is that how you say that? Do you <laughs> say it differently than that? Like, I don't... You don't have the confidence. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm saying it wrong or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even think of something right now, but sometimes you'll say a word and be like, is that just something that my family said? Was that a homeschool thing yeah. that I've done for a long time? <laughs> like, did everybody watch VeggieTales or was it just me? Yeah. I think it was more than just me. Did you watch VeggieTales? I didn't. I didn't watch very much of it. Did you? You knew about it, though. I was. Yeah. I'm aware of it. Got it. Like Bob the Tomato. Bob the Tomato and the Cucumber. cucumber. Larry the Cucumber. That's about it. And then there was the one guy who was an asparagus. Is there a broccoli? I don't know. Broccoli, celery. All the veggies. Gotta be veggie tails. Yeah. Lima beans, collard greens, peach beans, veggie tails. But tomato's not a veggie. It's a fruit. True. They got it wrong. But mind there's blown. A, there's also there's also, <laughs> I think, a peach in there. So oh, I think okay. they just all right. That's fine. Then. I mean they ran That's out fine. of veggies. No one wanted cauliflower. If you're throwing a peach person. in there, everything's fine. Okay. Anyways, let's move on here. <laughs> I'm going to branch out. Okay. I'm going to spread out a little bit. And I think that you need versatility. Whenever we do these drafts, it's very important to me that I have versatility. And there was, I had contingency plans if you took this, but this is the number five one on my board. And I think mm-hmm. it's a steal in the fourth round in the seventh overall pick. And it's poutine from Quebec City, Canada. Poutine. Poutine. That's, n- that's nowhere on my radar. Really? Because I don't know what it is. Poutine is essentially um, fries, cheese curds, brown gravy. Okay, that sounds good. Cheese curds get nice and warmed up. It's really, really delicious. There's there's one that they make on uh, Market Market Street. It's delicious. Okay. So and honestly, I heard someone say like, "What? How does poutine? How do you get that name?" He's like, "Well, it's got a lot of different ways you can make it. Like there's a base way, Mm -hmm. but anything you want to put in, you can put in." So it's oh, poutine. wow. There you there go. You know. 
You didn't think you were going to learn that today. <laughs> no. You didn't, think, you didn't think. But happy day. You learned your one thing for today. If you didn't know, <laughs> listen, if you did know that, text me and let me know. If you didn't know that, just go about your day being like, I learned a thing. I learned, I learned a, a thing. thing. I learned a thing on the Cuomo show. Poutine. Poutine. Just poutine. 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 I still don't like it because of the name, but whatever. <laughs> it's from Quebec. Like the koi poo from our last draft. <laughs> but your, your fourth pick. So you got two more picks. Oh, your boy. fourth pick. It's getting hard. This is getting real hard. You sure you want to say it like that? <laughs> it's getting super hard. I feel like there are um, other ways you could be phrasing that. It's getting difficult. There you go. It's getting real tough. There you go. It's like a tough piece of meat. Not like not not like a cheesesteak, which is a really juicy meat. Yeah. So your pick is? I'm going to go with, boy, screw it. Garbage plate, Rochester, New York. Oh man, I was wondering when you were gonna pick that one. Um, garbage plate. Tell me about the garbage plate. I don't remember. It's got a lot of stuff in it. Lots of stuff. It's, fries. It's fries. I think fries. On the bottom. Yeah. Which is a, a lot of these foods have. Uh, Actually, I might be able to bring it up quick. Yeah, go ahead. And you know, I've had it. There was Nick Tahoe's in Binghamton. I had it. Um, wasn't wasn't great. The uh, the onions were a little bit uh, soft, but. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, it's fries with some chili, some cheese, and some onions. Yeah. Beans, potatoes, hot dogs, onions, mustard, and chili. Hot dogs. I forgot about hot dogs. Yeah. And it's just, it it is exactly what it sounds like. It's garbage in, and trust me when I say this, it is garbage out as well. (laughs) You've had it? I've had it, yeah. I've I've had it. And one of the the original ones, which is Nick Tahoe's, um, which is in Binghamton, but there's better ones, I think, in Rochester, but... I would love to try uh, one in Rochester because the one I had was uh, not very memorable. Oh, that's But nice. I feel like you can't screw those things up too bad. Like it's just no. a bunch of good stuff yeah. going in. And it's been, I don't know how this relates to the other iconic foods, but it's been around since 1918 and it used to be called Hots and Potatoes. Makes sense. And now it's Garbage Plate. And now it's Garbage Plate, man. <laughs> good job. Maybe Hots and Potatoes is... I don't know. A touch more appetizing. Yeah, just just a just a little bit. More. Garbage plate sounds cooler though. Garbage, it does. It does. <laughs> All right. Number you better five. think about this because you're getting you're getting the last pick in the draft, and I think yeah. there's some really really good ones out there. So we both have right now in the draft. Adam's got uh, crab cakes, cheesesteak, gumbo, and garbage plate, and I've got buffalo wings, New York style pizza, tacos, and poutine. Mm. With my last pick. I always preach versatility when you draft. Yep. It's important to be versatile. So, I am picking key lime pie from Key it. West, Florida. Key lime pie. Listen. As soon as you said versatility, I was like, he's going for a dessert. Has to be. <laughs> has to be. Listen, I feel like I got the one of the only desserts in the draft. Um, crab cakes are, I will say there's a sweet element to crab cakes. Mm-hmm. Crab meat is very, is very sweet, but not uh, to the extent that a dessert would normally be. But let me just say, key lime pie, the marriage of citrus and super sweet is just a beautiful, happy marriage. Yeah. It just works. Like more of that, please. I love, I'm a big citrus guy. I love citrus things. And when it's, we got the sweet and citrus and they're like the acidity and the richness and they're working together and you're just like, there is no better dessert than this right now. I feel like there are better desserts than key lime pie. I'll be honest. Yeah. There are better desserts. But when you're eating a key lime pie... You don't want other desserts. You're like, this is giving me everything that I need right now. 
I feel like it's a like a satisfying dessert. Like it's not one that's gonna make you feel like oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a fat so for eating all this ice you cream. You don't want it's you don't I feel, feel like, like it's more like a light dessert. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. I I don't I don't know. I don't I, think it's I don't think it's a heavy. When dessert. I eat dessert, I'm I'm not thinking. You know, is this gonna make me sick? I'm in, I'm thinking, <laughs> how fast can I eat this before my like body takes over and it's like, hey John, you you probably shouldn't eat a third piece of game like pie. Let's just be honest with. <laughs> and then you the ignore first... that and you keep going. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I can handle it. it. All right. Mr. Oh, Irrelevant man. for the iconic food draft, which is oh, Mr. Irrelevant, man. by the way, okay. for those of you who aren't inclined with drafts, as Adam um, cues up his last pick here. Mr. Irrelevant is always the name of the person in the draft that was drafted last. So hmm. Mr. Irrelevant for Adam in the iconic food draft is... Hmm. This is... I mean, I, I could go a bunch of different ways. You can. Which way are you gonna go? I know, right? Which way? I'm gonna I go. I'm gonna stick with sort of a. a, a I, I've done some seafood before, and I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna go with the lobster roll. See, lobster this is, roll. This is, this is the opposite of what you're doing. The Portland, Maine. Yeah. See, you go for you. You just get the value, or you yep. need the value. Yeah. I mean, you just go go after it. Um, I think that's. Honestly, a great pick. I'm not a huge lobster roll guy. Um, I feel like lobster has this like rich, really beautiful, rich flavor. But I, I want to try one hot. I want to try a hot lobster roll because I've had it cold and it's just a little bit mm-hmm. like fishy chicken salad. Yeah. I and mean, that's a lobster roll enthusiast would be furious uh, to hear that. And if you are one, please, by, by all means, let me know. And <laughs> I, I will um, have you on and tell you how wrong you are. Yeah. Um, I think a very obvious thing that was uh, not selected for me um, is, you know, I, I did select New York style pizza because I mean, we live in New York and I yeah. grew up on that pizza. Um, deep dish pizza, have you ever had it? I I think I've had deep dish, but not from Chicago I or anything. I've I had, had one, like... I had one in Ithaca. I don't know. The, I don't think the Pizza Hut deep dish is, no, is anything special. I don't think that counts. I don't go to Pizza Hut anymore anyways. No, me either. Gosh. More of a if Domino's you're, if you're guy. Going to get, yeah, Domino's. I was just going to ask. Yeah, they're so cheap. Going, or Papa John's. Papa John's is good. Papa I used John's. to get the extra large with like a Pepsi to watch a, like a Maryland game or something. That, that'd be my big thing back when I lived by myself. Did you eat the whole extra large? You'd knock it all off? No, uh, probably half. And then I'd split the other half over the next two days. There you go. That's smart. Yeah. Get a couple days worth of food. And it was decent value, especially if Buffalo had won on Sunday. Then oh, I can get a deal. Cheaper. But you don't yeah, really care. Like fifty percent off. Like, hey, you know what? Yeah. I'm just getting cheaper. I'm pizza. not a Buffalo fan, but hey, they you know, won that one game that one year. I, I feel <laughs> like I just feel like talking about this right now. When you when you're eating food, and the food is in a round shape, you really become. It's very sobering how much food you're eating, mm. and you're you're kind of like eating. And like when I eat, sometimes like I, I, I'm enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. It's good food, and I'm I'm having fun. And eating good food is fun. But then something terrible starts to happen and you get full Mm -hmm. or your mind is like, that is a lot to eat, John. That's a lot to eat. Should you be, should you be eating all that? Should you be eating all, and I track what I eat now so it becomes much more real to me. Oh yeah. But my body is kind of like, I don't, or my mind is kind of like, I don't want to eat that. My head and and my mouth are like, let's go, John. We're, we're Mm -hmm. ready to, we're ready to, to devour. But, um, and then there's like this weird thing where, where you're eating with someone else. And you're mm. eating maybe the same thing as someone else. Like you, they have their medium pizza. 
you have your medium pizza and you and you house your first slice, right? Mm-hmm. And you look over at them and they're halfway through your first slice. Does that slow down how fast you'll eat? Not me. I, 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 I know I eat faster than most people and I've just accepted it. I, I just like, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just really concerned with what other people think. Yeah. But I will slow down how fast I'm eating. I'll just be like, you know what? I'm eating too fast. Mm-hmm. This person is maybe a, a super slow eater. So I'm just going to slow down how fast I eat. Yeah. I think if I was in like a, if, if I don't know, polite company, like a business meeting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm imagining the Santa Claus right now where he's ordering all that food oh after becoming slowly becoming Santa Claus. Yes. I don't know why that popped in my head, but if yeah. I was in like a business meeting mm-hmm. and we ordered food, I'd probably be more careful about how, how I'm eating it. Cause I don't want to look like the guy that's just shoveling food in his mouth. Right. Exactly. You Even never want that's to be what there. I usually do. You never want to be unless you're unless you're at home. Then it's like yeah. You just go to town. When you're oh man, do you think with all these food drafts that we do, people get hungry? People like legit will be like, you know, I'd like to actually eat something right now. You know what yeah. sounds really good? One of the things that was on my board that sounds really delicious right now for some reason is carne asada fries. Yeah, from San Diego, California. I would I would go for one of those. Have you ever had a Cuban? I th- I don't think so. That's that's a very popular one in Tampa, Florida. Cincinnati yeah. chili, are you familiar? It's like sweet and spicy chili. Okay. It sounds um, like you've had a lot of these and I have not. I have. <laughs> um my last well I guess we'll just to sum it up here, we'll do our last ranked one. My last ranked one is clam chowder. Mm-hmm. Just too fishy. Sorry. Yeah. Can't I'd, do it. I'd try it. It sounds good enough, but I might try it if I was in Boston. Like mm-hmm. this this Boston. Um Something that is disappointing. There's no like Cleveland food on here, even though I did reference yeah. a food that I had in Cleveland that was delicious. I don't think Cleveland's known for their euros. Yeah, I think there is just happens to be a good one there. <laughs> um, Cleveland might be known for. Let's make it happen, John. Losing. Let's just make it happen. This podcast might, is going to make it happen. What I euros might, to the moon. Euros to the moon. <laughs> Buy stuff. You know what? You know what you should do right now. After you listen to this podcast, you should download it. You should subscribe, Obviously. rate, review yeah. on Apple, um, and also. Just go buy a euro. Just yeah. go do it. Not the not the ones that you get at Arby's. Arby's. That's that <laughs> I've never had one from that. But I would I would try it, but I I'd would probably be it. disappointed because I've had such a great one. Mm-hmm. But hopefully you're not disappointed from listening to this podcast. We've had a lot of fun. This was one of the more fun ones we've done. Adam's a little sore, but you know what? He championed yep. through Adam. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no problem, buddy. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, and we are so excited. Next week we're gonna have another killer pod. We are banging these things out every single week for you guys i will be on a trip and we might have we might have a, a pod where i go all by myself john solo oh boy or or just a john versation i there's a lot of puns <laughs> that i could I like that one that i could throw out there for my actually you know what here's what i want you to do this is the last thing i'm gonna say last thing i'm gonna say if you've got a good pun with my name that you think should be a a term that i coin for when i'm in the on the podcast all by myself please send it to me please send it to me i'll go through them That'll be fun. Me, maybe Elise will chime in there. We could pick our, our favorite ones. And May will gargle and, and, and <laughs> you know, baby talk our way through. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next